He's blunt, but he's fair. This is Drew Berquist, former counterterrorism officer, realist, and host of This Is My Show, which starts now. All right, good people. It is Wednesday. I am Drew Berquist. This is my show, and we are damn glad to be with you. Lots to get into today. We've got lots of guests. We've got lots of stories to talk about. We've got some announcements. Reminder, starting next week, this show will be 3 p.m. to 6 p.m., three hours. Call us crazy. We, we are. It's just a lot more talking. It's a lot more talking. A lot. But we're going to be doing it. So join us an hour earlier. We'll still be 4 to 6. We're just adding that front that front end hour. So we're excited about that. Again, that starts on Monday. Coin Clubs will remain on Friday. Coming up on today's show, though, we're going to get into central bank digital currencies here in a second with our guests, the concerns that come along with them. Michael Christian's here to break it down. We'll, we'll do that here shortly. You got Joe, who embarrassed us yet again overseas at the NATO summit, is getting us into nation building now, apparently, something we do all the time. <laughs> I would say we do it well. We, we, we start the plan well. We never finish it well. Uh, site... Afghanistan, <laughs> several other instances there. But we got Dylan Mulvaney, who's back in the news, not in our country, but back in the news. Much more. All that's coming up. But I want to get to our guest here, and I want to get to uh, an important topic, something we talk about a lot, central bank digital currencies. One of the newest trends in finance, it's, it's combining traditional central banking with modern technology. Again, something we discuss all the time because there's some major concerns as it pertains to all these. But today we have someone who's far more versed on the issue than I am or our team. You've got Michael Christian, who's a precious metals expert whose career in the industry spans four decades, over four decades. Christian began his journey in the 1980s as a floor trader at the Comex Exchange, where he honed his skills, gained invaluable experience in the world of finance. Following his tenure at Comex, he worked for Paul Tudor Jones, one of the most successful traders in the world, also a great name. His time with Jones, coupled with his, his expertise, led him uh, into this pivotal role now in the area of silver arbitrage, which if I'm going to be honest, I'm going to ask him here in a second. I don't know what silver arbitrage is, but but I like what it sounds like. So we're going to talk about it. He's joining us now. Michael, thanks so much for being here. Uh, we appreciate you taking the time. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. I can get right to it. Silver arbitrage is the simultaneous buying and selling in two different markets. Okay. So we, if it was in, uh, say, New York and Chicago, if New York was a little less and Chicago was a little more, you'd buy it in New York, sell it in Chicago at the same time. Okay, there we go. See, this is why you're here. This is why you're here. We talk about about this on a lot of levels, but there's there's elements that I don't know. I'm not a doctor or a financial expert, also not a lawyer. Drew Berkowitz is not a doctor. Drew Berkowitz is not a doctor. Um, <laughs> but beyond, I mean, so there's a lot to unpack with with central bank digital currencies and where things are trending across, not just here in America, but across the planet, frankly, beyond all the concerns of privacy, you know, there's, there's the ESG scores that are, are combined with some of that stuff, your financial accounts, big concerns, all this to say. But one of the things that I'm concerned about, we'll, we'll talk about the functionality of it and, and why people should be scared of, of, of these digital dollars, but I'm also really concerned that people are going to fall for it, that they're going to go along with a concept like this based on convenience. Is that, I mean, do you see people 
falling in line with this because of the way it's going to be pushed, no doubt, by not just our government, but by, by, by governments across the globe? Well, if they're not paying attention, they will. I mean, it's going to come slowly. I mean, what happened was when Biden got elected, one of the first things he did right away was to look at this digital dollar in an executive order, right? Right. So the Federal Reserve out of Boston teamed up with MIT, and they did what's called the white papers for this digital dollar to see the feasibility, see how it would actually work. So, and then the Federal Reserve out of New York teamed up with, Federal, with, with Wells Fargo shortly after Citibank and some of the other big banks to see how they would roll out. So they started to test pilot it right under our nose. But as you know, there was a lot going on. We had a, a virus, we had a crisis happening to distract us. So soon after, CoinDesk came out with, a, with an article saying, uh, Bank of America saying that CDBCs are the future of money and payments, saying that the central bank digital currencies have the potential to revolutionize global financial systems. Fox Business News followed it with an article saying central bank digital currencies are coming whether countries are ready or not, and that 114 countries around the world are looking into this digital currency and their collective economies represent 95% of the world's GDP. So it's a massive, it's yeah. ma so people are realizing that this could be a massive devaluation of our money because, you know, you don't, you could look at people looking at Germany post-World War II and they went from the Reutschmark to the Deutschmark. People lost 90% of the value of their money, nine zero overnight, That's except wild. the people that bought gold. People that bought gold and it revalued to the Deutschmark had the wealth. And if you look around, <laughs> all the banks are buying gold at the fastest pace they have in 55 years. And central banks around the world, from China to Russia, Brazil, Iran, on and on, are forming, they want to form a, cent a, a digital back uh, new currency that's uh, backed by gold. Yeah. Well, I, 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 but it, it, they're doing that. And yet there's people, there's, there's politicians, there's, there's, so-called experts and pundits out there saying you need to get involved with 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 the digital trends you need to move this way and a lot of them try and coach you out of that when historically speaking that has been the right move but there's still people who are who are trying to push you away from buying precious metals which i, I don't get i mean you, you see that all the time don't you absolutely there's no question about it. i have financial advisors that are that are uh, customers clients i know you know and they come to me to buy gold yeah and a lot of them, I had one conversation, something that's no secret, but I actually, he actually said it out loud. I said, you know, you have, you have, you control $75 million of people's assets. Um, and he goes, I know they need to be in gold at least, you know, 15, 20, 25, now maybe 30%. He literally said, I said, well, we can help you with that. He goes, oh, no, 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 I can't put them in gold. Because that takes commissions off his table. Right. Because you don't get commissions when people buy gold. Ridiculous. Yeah. It's, it's that's that. That's how the world. That's a perfect picture of how the world works, though, and how individuals work. Uh, so, so this what's happening now. This is a big month in America that no one's paying attention to. With things being rolled out, you've you've got this initiative. It started with white papers, as you described, and and now there's a phased rollout plan of central bank digital currencies here in America. What, what does that look like? What what are the phases? What what phase are we in now? What should we expect? as, as the, the, the subsequent ones roll out in front of us? Well, it's interesting because we're in record inflation. 
regardless of what they're saying. We have 40-year high inflation. Right. And it's around the world. It's even higher than it is here. Well, this is an argument for the fact that the central banks created this inflation. You know, Milton Friedman, who used to be the head of the Fed years ago, said taxation, it's inflation is taxation without legislation. Your dollar's worth less. You've effectively been taxed. Right. And so what happened was, you know, you can go back, and there's a little, I don't want to get all heady, but it's interesting to see this in terms of history. You know, QE1, banks step in and they buy non-performing assets in the banking system. So they buy them at face value. They have a lot on their sheets. QE2, you remember, quantitative easing. QE2 is allow, allows central banks to force banks to create money. So they push it into the economy. They essentially buy assets like property from non-bank sectors that so the money is then deposited into the banking accounts, into their bank accounts. You follow? So you look at Japan in 1980s. Okay. They first did the QE1, and then the USA disallowed the QE2. And then out of the blue, in March 2020, the Federal Reserve adopted QE2 with the intention, with the intention of causing inflation. So they started printing record amount. We've doubled, practically doubled our money supply in a few years. So this is to move us into the digital currency. So what happened was they caused inflation in the 1970s to move us off a gold-backed dollar into the petrodollar. And now there's an argument that they've caused inflation to move us off the petrodollar into the digital dollar. So yeah. there's a lot of pro potential problems with that. You know, they could—go ahead. No, I, I was actually just going to ask, like, what are your biggest concerns? I mean, there's a lot of them. Uh, I don't know how much time you have, but the, but what are your biggest concerns with with CBD, uh, CBDCs? Well, look, you could if they don't like your lifestyle and you you know leave your 15 minute city zone, you know you could find that your C digital currency isn't working. Yeah. You could you know if you don't have if your social credit happens to be low. You may not be able to buy a ticket, you know, uh, and you have no right to appeal. These are possibilities because there's a few people controlling the system using computers and algorithms to run it. So if you appeal, you're going to get a, you know, uh, an automated response. Yeah. No, I, my, gosh, my, my score would be awful. Uh, they wouldn't let me do anything. Uh, I, but, but, that, I mean, but, it, you know, I, I joke. And, and that it's true that that would be the case, but but people don't understand that that is the phase that we are entering into. That is that is where we are going if everyone does this. And and it's not only just the impacts there. Obviously, there's there's financial impacts on you. There's there's impacts in terms of your livelihood, your freedoms, what you can buy, what you can't buy, where you can go, where you can't go. But you also, as as you mentioned earlier, you run the risk of losing your hard-earned savings, your money, your four hundred one k, your all of that. I, what, I mean, obviously, you're with American Alternative Assets. I know the answer to this, but what do you, what do you suggest to people during these times? How you know well, what percentage should they put in there? It all depends on what's comfortable for you. You know, if you look at 19, uh, 2008, 2008, a lot of people lost 40 percent in the market overnight. It took seven years to recover. Yeah. That's on average. Some people lost more. Some people lost less. On average, people lost 40 percent. And typically, you know, it's prudent to have 5, 10, 15% in gold as a hedge. But in that in that time, 30% protected 100%. You can do the math. 
you know, if you have, say, $100,000 and you lose 40%, like most people did, you have 60000 If you had 30% in the pre in gold and you only had 70000 left and you lost 40% of the 70000 you'd have 42000 But yeah. the gold over yeah. the next two and a half years more than doubled. So it, it evened out as a hedge. It protected the integrity of someone's portfolio. Does that make sense? Yeah, it totally does. It totally does. You have to be hedged up. We're, we're, not in we're not even in, they say that's a warm up to compared to where we're at now. Because for a long time there was free, there was no interest rates, free money. So corporate executives basically get paid on the price of their stock and they're getting free money buying their own stock. So there's something called the price to earnings ratio where the price of the stock went up three, 400%. But earnings only went up 25%. And that's a first grader's definition of a bubble. Right. Well, we we need that here. Um, and Kamala Harris needs that too, probably. So, I mean, <laughs> but this, this is concerning. I think a lot of people don't know enough about it. Like there's, you know, there's people here like this show and other shows that will talk about precious metals and encourage people to do that. H how do you try and, and really... Get people over the because I think there's it's not a concern about precious metals. I think people see the value in it, but a lot of them don't understand it. What what's what is kind of the elevator pitch that you make when you're talking to clients about why you need to do this beyond hey the government's going to tell you what you can spend or not spend in this this hypothetical scenario beyond some of the other concerns. But what 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 helps kind of get people on on board with it easiest in your mind? I I keep it very simple. This is nothing in, that Wall Street invented. You know, I tell people, I don't sell anybody anything. I just explain it, and they, it's an obvious choice. If you open up the Bible, gold's mentioned 420 times. Silver's mentioned 317 times. Abraham buried his wife, Sarah, with 400 shekels of silver. This is nothing new. Gold and silver are real money. Everything else is credit. So here, uh, here's a, uh, this is in a case but it's a, let me see where I am here. Am I at? Can you there see? You yeah. Yep, this is a, a, it's in a case, so you don't put your fingers on it, but this is a one ounce gold American Eagle. And these are beautiful. Now, years ago, it cost a 20, it was $20, right? Okay. It, co it takes 201 or 202 of these now to buy this. It used to cost to take one. Wow. So do you want... One ounce of gold in, 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 uh, in 1910 could buy a man essentially a tailor-made suit and a nice pair of shoes. And one ounce of gold in 2023 could buy a man a tailor-made suit and a nice pair of shoes. So this holds its value. I'm trying to get it in the camera here. There you go. Right there. So, so, yeah. so let me ask this. So obviously, that's true. I agree. Historically speaking, it's always been there. It always will be there. It is a safe, sound, smart investment to make. If 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 you're if you're at a point in life though where you need you know obviously cash flow to, to go about, what percentage do you tell people like, hey, your portfolio should have X percentage? And obviously, I'm sure it's it's different for everyone. But what percentage should be gold? And what you know? How how do how do you how do you explain that part? Well, we're we're not going to act as financial advisors, but right now the the stock market, according to all the experts that I read, from Warren Buffett to Harry Dent to Robert Kiyosaki, on and on, are predicting that there's going to be a, mar a market crash. Benjamin Fulford, who is the former chief editor of Forbes magazine, is saying, said last year that according to the industry veterans, 
all of them, there's a consensus that people are going to lose 85, could lose 85% of their money in the market. It's been going up and up and up. I'm not, a, I'm not, I don't have a crystal ball, but when I read that over and over, there's a reason for it. And last year, Fidelity put out a report saying that most 401ks lost 23% last year. So gold has been beat the stock market in the last 23 years by 300%. And it's an inverse asset. So when things, it's like a seesaw. When things go down, gold goes up. Gold's been going up. So the prospect for gold going way higher is very strong. But you really buy gold to preserve your your wealth, to preserve. You want to buy whatever you don't want to lose, you put into gold. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically it. Okay. Uh, I like that. And, and that, that makes sense. Again, I think simple descriptions for folks out there. Guys, it just makes sense, right? It, it, it makes right. so much sense. You see the volatility of the markets now. You see the disastrous economic policies under this administration and several others, too. These, these guys aren't alone in being awful with their policies. I think it makes a lot of sense. It's so important to understand it. I think it's, it, and the great thing is, is you can talk to American Alternative Assets and, and get a free wealth guide. You can go through the process, learn as, as you go, and then make the decision that makes the most sense for you. You can do it. You can go to Protect From Biden. It's at the bottom of the screen there, protectfrombiden.com, that is. Please go do it. Mike, Michael, I really appreciate you being here. I appreciate you taking the time, explaining it to, to us, explaining it to the audience talking about clear? all that's coming um it's it's a wild wild world out there and we need people like you who can explain it to us and and we're appreciative of what you do well thanks for having me. i hope i made it clear and not overcomplicated. no i think you did i think you know you get first of all you get brownie points because you brought visuals rarely do i have guests who brought visuals so i would say that we have something to send to you but and we it's don't a sweet it. suit you got on too and it's a sweet yeah. suit yeah you, you dress way better than us I, so I clearly you have enough gold to get you that that sweet tailored suit. Thank you so much for being here, Michael. Uh, really, really do appreciate it. Folks, check out protectfrombiden.com. Take care of that hard-earned money that you've saved for yourself. Uh, <clears throat> all right, well, we will have Michael back, no doubt. Um, but we've got we've to speed along here. And there's no real way to pivot to the question of the day today. So I'm just going to do it. <laughs> oh, boy. It this. You have to choose one to babysit your kids. Oh, jeez. Joe Biden or Britney Spears? <laughs> Who are you going to choose? Again, the question, you have to choose one to babysit your kids, Joe Biden or Britney Spears. Both of them come with some significant issues. Send your responses in. We'll tell you our answers on the other side as well. Plus, we'll be talking about Joe Biden and his trip overseas. We've got a special friend in the studio. That's all coming up. Stick around. We interrupt today's programming to bring unfortunate news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. So take action now. The Federal Reserve's phased deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard and put your hard-earned assets in jeopardy. But here's the good news. There's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Speak to someone at American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Dial 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Yes, call now, 833-287-2465. 
This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Call 833, the number two USA Gold. Yes, call now. 833-287-2465. Act swiftly. 833-287-2465. is in the river. The crow flies at midnight. Titwillow, Titwillow, you magnificent Titwillow. Travis goes to court at the Thunderdome. The busboy lactates. <laughs> all right. <laughs> A day in the life at the studio. There's, there's I'll only get the scripts. There's more coming later. Um, I think that's really going to catch you off guard. Uh, <laughs> the most random shit you've ever seen. Um, but we're, guys, we're joined. We're going to get to the question of the day responses here in a second. We're joined in studio by our good friend, fellow patriot, host of Life, Love, and Liberty, Monica Matthews. You might also be seeing a little bit more of her on RVM Network. A little birdie maybe said something. You? Yeah, I mean, oh, okay, I'm, yeah, the, yeah. I'm okay. the bird, okay? <laughs> Uh, she's here, Monica. It's so good to have you in studio. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. It's we've been having fun all afternoon. Now you guys in the Oop. audience just get to be a part of the fun. We're just going to continue the fun on air, and then we're going to go get some oysters, and it's going to be amazing. Um, but let's get to the question of the day real quick before we get into some some stories. The stories. The, the, um, <clears throat> the question was: you have to choose one. Who who would you have be the babysitter of your children? Joe Biden or Britney Spears? I really want to know the answers. I really want to know you guys' answers. Tazo says Britney Spears with 10 nanny cams around the house. Okay. <laughs> Britney, my son would enjoy here. He's going to be 39 Thursday. I'm sure he would, Barb. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, I'm surprised with lots of Britneys. Britney, she's, she's not a pervert. I mean, good point. Can we remind you uh, of Britney? She burned down her home jim not once but twice what? using candles just a reminder there and she came clean about it too so just okay just you, a reminder i agree on on uh, she's i agree with barb on Brittany. she has problems but i don't think she'd hurt the kids intentionally intentionally <laughs> have you seen the videos floating around this week bro of her? she looks she, rough she does i mean she was a cute girl yeah very sultry it, it, she, it looks like it looks like she's on a combo of like prescription <laughs> meds and malt liquor man. <laughs> it is the weirdest thing that i've seen in a long time malt liquor yeah. <laughs> malt liquor doesn't get it it doesn't <laughs> it totally doesn't the discussion um let's go to our guest monica what would you choose who would you choose Definitely Britney. Okay. Yeah. 
Not okay. going, not going with the sniffer. No, no. yeah, you don't uh, want the sniffer. No, I agree. No, no sniffers. Yeah, the, the the sniffing thing with Joe and the kids. But my feeling is, the kids would have to look after Joe because somebody who has Alzheimer's <laughs> has exit tendencies, and <laughs> they just leave, yeah, leaving and going everywhere. So you better have kids that are old enough to like grab them by the hand and bring them back. But Brittany, like I was saying, with those crazy eyes, it kind of she has this Casey Anthony look to her now. Mm. She does these videos. Yes. So that part of it kind of scares me a little bit and the fact that she, every video that she posts looks like she just got done with like a six pack of whippets it just <laughs> has a dead look in her eyes yes that's how i was going to describe yeah. it but, <laughs> you stole the words yeah. <laughs> but as far as like the kids i'm gonna have to go with Brittany because as far as i know she's never showered with one of her kids and yeah. i've never seen her on video sniffing a kid okay yeah. Disco? And going, you know, I said she burned down the gym. I would still pick Brittany because I'd love coming home, seeing her teaching my girls like the dance. Oops, I, like the synchronized. I'd join in. It would be fun. It would be a great little thing. They'd have a great night. That's kind of weird. Just leave, it is kind of weird. Kinda like, creepy. Just leave no, the candles. The, uh, the, <laughs> the school, no, I wouldn't wear the school uniform, but I'm just, I mean. <laughs> Good Lord, man. <laughs> I, hey. Let's go to break. Hey, there's there's more that you don't, in middle school, I took hip-hop class. So, I mean, like, I knew. I knew yeah, hip-hop class? Yeah. Where like, did you go to middle school? No, like, it wasn't like, I, it was after school, but it was like, I would go okay. after school. So you went to a club. A club, yeah. Yeah. Club. <laughs> Tell me about it. My mom put me in it, and I was there. The girls were cute, so I stayed. So come on. I feel like we're oversharing today. Okay. Uh, right. No, no. That's, <laughs> that that is good to know, and this will come up at dinner tonight. <laughs> of course, one hundred percent. Um. So keep sending your responses in. You guys continue the 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 engagement over there. Hey, Whiskey Horn Alta, good to see you. Um. Let's um. Let's get to Joe Biden though, because he's he's a mess. The media has kind of turned on him as of late. We've seen that. We've discussed it. And this was an interesting deal here because it, we're going to tie in the two. Are you ready for this? We're going to tie in the media and Joe Biden and his dementia-riddled brain because you had Mika, the home-wrecking communist, Mika Persinski, or however you say your name, no one cares, who was furious. She's mad at Joe Biden's staff for not providing enough assistance, for putting him in situations where he is embarrassing himself in the country. Take a listen to what she had to say here. Again, they also managed to schedule very carefully. Yeah, I think his staff needs to own his age. I'm just going to be honest. I don't think they do a good job uh, helping out the president, and I'm not talking about it like... I'm just saying, if you are managing a president's schedule, and you are managing a president getting on stage and getting off stage and doing getting on planes and getting off planes, and yes, he's 80. You need to be there for him, and you need to make a pathway, and you sure as hell better or make sure he doesn't fall on a sandbag. And I blame the staff for that. I mean, these are the things that are going to hurt him. These are things that are going to be played on a loop. Okay? Let him do his job. Let him do his speeches. Let him work on policy. Let him do his connections in Congress, unlike any president on, that we've seen. Uh, I, I don't know, since Clinton. But my God, make sure, you know, your Secret Service, you're his staff, that you were there and you're telling him what's next. And it's not because, don't, don't take this as, oh, he can't even get from one place to another. When you're busy and you're on stage, and we've been on stage, right. I've done speeches, and I'm so nervous, I'm doing the speech, I'm trying to get it right, and when it's done, I don't know which way to go, and I'm looking for direction. So do a better job, because you can't have these video images of the president tripping, or the president, like, going the 
wrong way. It's not going to work in this presidency because his age is going to be a factor. His age is going to be a factor, and it's your job to make sure he gets from one place to another. He can handle the presidency. You have to handle his schedule and where he goes. Well, and, and, and the schedule. It makes me mad. The scheduling, I mean, the scheduling is so important. You have with every president, you have different strengths, you have different weaknesses. If, if, if can he handle the presidency? I don't even know where to start <laughs> with all of that. There's so much to. We could just unpack that for the next two hours here, or hour and a half. Lost in all of that is that she's mad that he's getting lost on stage, falling on stage, you know, and and just generally not well. Lost ne- never said is maybe he shouldn't be in this position. Brings up the the age, brings up he's eighty, he can't do, and, and then celebrates him too, like he's no one's gone across and talked to. Oh, what are you watching? Like, where? what world are you living in? I, I was at lunch with a, a apolitical friend today who was was like, this guy is a disaster. Disaster. Unmitigated disaster. And he is. He should not be allowed to, to be in. No, I, first of all, I don't think anyone should be at this stage in time. He's he's 80 years old. He's he's if he runs and were to win win he he's he's gonna think about how how bad off he is right now i just don't know what mika's looking at what she's paying attention to she's clearly not paying attention i mean but i'll let you guys talk i i i'm i'm (laughs) befuddled yeah you're flabbergasted Taking the words right out of me. She wants the staff. I love it how she's like the staff. The staff needs to do a better job. She's the type of woman who will get a meal, and if she doesn't like it, she'll go yell at the busboy about it. It's that kind of attitude. And that she just seems like a very miserable person to begin with. But the way that she came at the staff so hard, it's like, what do you want the staff to do other than to literally, like, grab him by the arm and walk him and place him in spots it's like it's like she wants the staff like like if they were doing like a broadway musical and he was a prop he needs to be loaded in like the hall of presidents at disney he just needs to be loaded in <laughs> and the camera the curtain comes up and he's like hey, hello <laughs> yeah who do i call on now uh that's that's what that's what she wants yeah which, which again, I don't know why she would want that. Does does anyone see that as strength when you have to like literally bring someone onto the stage and then pull them off the stage? I, they should want everyone. I don't care if you're a Democrat or Republican. I actually do, but everyone should want a strong, able-bodied person. Even even if just perception, everyone should want that there. Justifying this and yelling at them, saying that they need to fix this. You gotta fix this shit so he doesn't look like he's an 81-year-old dimensional well, man. You can't! Well, they did arrows on the ground, they gave him a cheat sheet, they even had a fake a photographer like, here, come this way. He still got lost. They've tried to help him without, like Tom said, pulling him across. What else can they do? They need one of those chairs for Air Force One where the staircase is, where he yes. sits in. It's like <laughs> the Gremlins yes. chair. Yes. Ah. Yes. It'd be great if he gets stuck halfway. <laughs> Maybe if they put some children nearby. Yes. Oh, okay. Follow the kid, follow. Joe. <laughs> follow they don't the even have to say follow the kid. He will do it. And, <laughs> oh, I'm going this way. <laughs> and real quick, a really underrated show at Disney, The Hall of Presents. It's a great one. If it's a hot day, go wait in the queue. Go in there because it's a 45-minute thing in the A.C., so it's great. Check okay. it out. Yeah. Okay. I like it. Here's what we're going to do. We got three more clips. We're running behind, which is all 
my fault. I'll take the blame on this one. Way to go. Um, we're going to take a quick break. Then we're going to get back to some some more Biden conversation because there's more. We're, we're <laughs> he, he mispronounced Zelensky's name <laughs> is sending more money there, getting us into nation building. It's there's you'll see. We'll talk about it. Stick around. Get more of Drew and this is my show with Coin Club exclusively on the RVM network. Coin Club members get a This Is My Show Challenge coin, an exclusive Friday morning show for Coin Club members only, automatic entry into show-related sweepstakes, and other in-studio bonuses. Plus, members get access to all other premium content on the RVM network and no ads on written content on redvoicemedia.com. So join the club and carry your coin with pride. Go to dbcoinclub.com. Military and first responders get 30% off their memberships. Again, that's dbcoinclub.com. Current Drew Crew members need not apply. Military and first responder discounts are available on monthly or annual memberships. All members, regardless of subscription type, are automatically entered into sweepstakes. However, challenge coins are only issued to annual members. Learn more at dbcoinclub.com. So Biden over in Lithuania at a NATO conference, we got we got a reprieve at least. It looks like they're not going to be admitted into NATO at this time, which pushes World War III maybe just a couple days down the road. But he was there talking about America's 51st state, Ukraine, and its governor Zelensky. Here's what the pervert had to say. Vladimir and I, we, the, I should, shouldn't be so familiar. Uh, Mr. Zelensky and I uh, talked about the kind of guarantees we could make in the meantime. Did he say, I shouldn't be so familiar? Is that what he, he said? Did. Okay. He did. <laughs> he also said, Vladimir, it, Vladimir is Putin's name. <laughs> Zelensky, your buddy who, who is, who's got some great music videos and we send lots of money to, his name is Vladimir. Okay. Very. You, you would think, I mean, it's kind of the a long big mistake. A, the like, long A. It's a huge mistake. If you're introducing somebody who it would be like Kennedy, uh, JFK introducing somebody as Castro. This is my friend Fidel. <laughs> yes. As the Cuban Missile Crisis was going on, it's that big of a mistake. And it was just you could see the hard drive just like go into shutdown when he was like, "In Vladimir, oh yeah." yeah. <laughs> Oh, I shouldn't be uh, so uh, familiar, uh, you know. <laughs> You've been on point this week with all of your voices. It's been fantastic. Really has been. Uh, but it was. I mean, it was. It was a hard drive shutdown. We've saw the, the best, my favorite hard drive shutdown. I I saw it last night again. Is the one we played on the show uh, of him trying to talk. The um, he was. I forget who he was introducing. He couldn't get the names right. But oh. that. You have people like uh, Vera Wang and Iris Kornkarsh. <laughs> uh, Want to buy a vowel? <laughs> oh, my. Well, he's got the money. Um, that's for damn sure. Uh, but but he, he can get away with this, right? He can get away with calling him the wrong name because Zelensky is our bitch. We've put him into that position. He's We've our given, 51st governor. He is, 100%. He's got a bigger budget than <laughs> most governors. But, but, I mean, this war is over. Zelensky lost. 
and yet we're still supplying weapons to Ukraine with the hopes of a long-lasting insurgency against this Russian occupation. They continue to to push into this, lean into this as if it's as if it's still really going the way that it was at the beginning. It's not. And we've got, let's see, what, what which clip is this? Disco? This is the Biden this doing the nation building, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Th- yeah. So they want to stay here. They want to continue to send money, equipment, personnel. And again, don't think that there's not personnel there. They want to continue to do it because that's how the military industrial complex rolls. And they want to essentially nation build, which is pretty much what he says right here. So today, uh, the uh, the long-term commitments we're making are are backed up by the notion that in the meantime, we're going to provide security to Ukraine uh, for its needs and against any aggression that may occur. Today, the members of the G7 are launching a joint declaration of support for Ukraine to make it clear that our support will last long into the future. This starts a process by which each of our nations and any other nation who wishes to participate will negotiate long-term bilateral security commitments with and to Ukraine. We're going to help Ukraine build a strong, capable defense across land, air, and sea, and from which we'll force uh, the be a force of stability in the region and deter against any and all threats. I want to thank my fellow G7 leaders and President Zelensky for their work to make this happen. I think it's a powerful statement powerful statement of our commitment to Ukraine as it defends its freedom today and as it rebuilds the future. For, and we're going to be there as long as that takes. And again, I thank all my colleagues for their support for this. Who was sniffing? I don't know, but there was I some... I thought it was you. No. Was stuff like, going on. on the, no, no, no. Right <laughs> was Hunter there? <laughs> Joe, leave Hunter in the room. Leave him in the hotel room. Uh, but this is another example of the disgust that the left has for America. It's citizens. Guys, they hate you. The, the welfare of Ukraine is more important than the welfare of any American city, any American citizen. We've got massive issues, by the way, happening in, in lots of our big cities across the country. Essentially, what they're saying, what this administration is saying is shut up, peasant, shut up, surf, whatever you want to be called. Philadelphia doesn't have the money laundering capabilities that Kiev does. So you've got to wait your turn. That, that's what's happening. This is, this is a perfect place for them to accomplish a whole lot. I mean, it literally has nothing to do what, with what they're telling you it has to do with. But this is this is a, a big deal too. what he said, because they're talking about he's talking about nation building. We're going to be here as long as it. Why do we always for the every time I, I've, I've been a part of it multiple times. We're sending you there to kill bad guys. Awesome. Cool. Let's go do it. It's one of the funnest things ever. You should try it. Then. <laughs> They don't. We don't condone violence on the show uh, unless you're trained and paid to do it. <laughs> then have at it. Have a great time. Let's get a beer sometime. We'll talk about it. But but then what it always does, what the military industrial complex and our government always does is we start nation building with no specific goals really in mind, no expiration dates or, or ending time frames. It's just let's just shove a shit ton of money across the table. Let's see what happens. We'll make sure you get paid during the process. We'll make sure you do. Yes, we'll lose some lives. Yes, we'll totally abandon issues that are plaguing our country here at home. But it's going to work out for us. Don't you worry. It's going to work out for us, meaning the people who are making these decisions. It's disgusting, but you can totally see it happening. They've needed another place to do this for a long time. And voila, there it is, Ukraine. 
-hmm. Right. If they can keep an insurgency war happening in Ukraine, the military industrial complex is going to be giddy because it's going to turn into another Iraq. When we saw the insurgencies in Iraq planning roadside IEDs, killing and maiming U.S. troops, they're just going to that's totally fine for the military industrial complex. They love it. They love all of that because then you get stuck in a quagmire like we were in Iraq. And the goal for them now that Ukraine has been defeated is to make it a quagmire for Russia, as it was in Afghanistan. But if I'm Zelensky and I'm standing there listening to Joe talk about, we're going to be with you every step of the way, we're going to give you military support, I'd be like, I'd grab my phone and, and give Ghani a call and say, hey, how'd things go shake down in Afghanistan for you? <laughs> because yeah. obviously... Yeah, Look what happened there when it came to, oh, we got your back. Fair, although Ghani walked away with hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah. Uh, also, but he saw this writing on the wall. He, he did. He was a dead man. Good he use did. of uh, Giddy and Quagmire there. That was yeah. really nice. Giddy, Giddy. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's what it is. Well, he, so he's over there. He's, he's, he's saying all this, and then we're getting into nation building, all the mistakes he's getting, you know, getting his name wrong. And then at the end of the day— they they've done their summit and there's a state dinner there's a nato dinner a big function world leaders are supposed to attend you'd think the so-called leader of the free world the president of the united states would show up to great fanfare but he didn't he tuckered out it's like i can't do this <laughs> they said you can see it in the tweet there white house said it was from his tough schedule here i got another one for you i just want to make sure it's the right size all right here okay. it is okay yeah, there's Robbie putting nice. out a tweet. Because he's been working for four days straight. Yeah. Two days before he was yeah. at the beach. No. Yeah, but this is this is so embarrassing. I mean, I, I wonder who on the staff Mika is going to say needs to take you know take 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 this under their wing and and fix this because it looks awful when the leader of the free world again he's not he's he's a he's a puppet who's just being used ever so ever so well frankly by by the left but doesn't even show up to these because he's clearly not well. He's too tired. He's too old. And this is, you've dealt with this. I mean, this is something that happens. This It's with people who are dealing with what he's dealing with in cognitive decline. You reach that dinner hour and what happens? Yeah, it's uh, it's called sundowner syndrome or whatever you want to call it. We just called it sundowner. And my father would always, between four and five, it was just like something would go and that would be it. And the next thing you know, you walk into a room and my dad's completely naked, like in the garage, trying to find his clothes. And yeah. it's it, it just, your mind just goes so quickly. It, for some reason, it happens during that hour and it's insane. And that would be the time of the day that we would, my brother and sister and my mom would make sure that if people were coming over to visit with my dad it would, or to visit with anybody, it would be a little bit earlier on in the day because we knew that if he had all his faculties, he would be absolutely embarrassed to death if, for people to see him in that condition. So what they're doing to Biden is just having to put him somewhere, put him on ice until he's good to go again in the morning, inject, it, inject him with Aricept or Adderall cocktail or whatever it is, get him upright, have him go, say a couple of things, read off the card, and then hide him again. I mean, did you ever think we'd be at the point where we have to hide? We can't let him campaign. 
We can't let him go out on the trail. We can't let him attend walk. functions <laughs> or walk. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's the most painful thing. But did you ever think we'd be at that point, Monica, in the no. country where we're all embarrassed of, of, of the guy who's in office? No, I didn't. And I got to tell you, so my audience definitely feels like the collateral damage that you mentioned, yeah. right? And 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 to my biggest concern is how do we recover like our our um, the demoralization efforts right how do we recover from that because that's really the psyche of the American people now yeah. it's embarrassing uh, you know on the international stage uh, going back to Mika you know it's like she was defending you know her her grandfather her great grandfather <laughs> right and and that somehow we're all just mean spirited this goes back to being mean. <laughs> Um, but I think th this is just the least of what our problems are really moving forward. I know a lot of people are concerned about whether or not we'll even have an election in 24. So yeah. and, and I am, too. Um, and hopefully he'll this really is like weekend at Bernie's, though. Right. It is. Like so. And I think we cope by laughing and mocking and right. having fun. But as you yourself, as someone who served and really, you know, put your own family um, on hold to go serve this country, that has to be, you know. Yeah one hell of a demoralization pill on some level oh it absolutely yeah. is I, I think you're right it's therapy but it, but it's but it's also extremely serious yeah. it's it is it is extremely concerning we are going so fast and so far down the wrong path that it, it you really you really are it's like i need to laugh and i need a beverage yeah. and i need to do both <laughs> of them right now uh that because that's kind of where you are and 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 somehow you'd think that the the populace, everyone would kind of come together. I, I don't think America's capable of rallying together like like they used to, unfortunately. But you'd think they'd come together and be like, okay, we need to go a different direction. And maybe that direction is, hey, we don't collectively, I'm not saying me, collectively, they don't want to go Trump. Find a direction where someone can go together. You'd think that this would be a good opportunity for a reset, either pivot, pivot back to Trump, pivot to someone else. but would not be okay with where we are and yet there's so many people who are like i don't work itself out or this it's not that bad like he's not that far gone like yes he is he is so far gone it is laughable and scary all at the same time yeah well also you have people who are still trying to deal with the fact that 2020 was what it was right and so i think there's that other uh demographic that doesn't trust that they'll even have an election from that standpoint because they felt like 2020 was a selection right right and so what's the point Right. So, yeah, either way, it's apathetic, but it'll be interesting to see where we meet. Yes, in the middle. It, it will. Great Diamond Rio song, Meet in the Middle, <laughs> for you old country fans out there. Uh, okay. And earlier when you were talking about the personnel for the White House and everything, stop walking. Yeah. I, just, I was thinking of uh, Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead personnel. I was thinking yeah. I just couldn't, yeah. Rose. Yeah. <laughs> I'm right on top of that, Rose. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of sad that I know some of the characters and stuff in that, that movie. Uh, okay. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, Kamala tried to describe transportation. We'll, we'll talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Attention Americans, breaking news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled, it won't benefit you. Take action now. The Federal Reserve phase deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared, this may catch many off guard. Your hard earned assets are in jeopardy. 
but there's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Reach out to American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Visit protectfrombiden.com. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Be smart. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Visit protectfrombiden.com to get your free guide and get started. Again, that's protectfrombiden.com. Yes, it is Jerusalem. Jerusalem. Wow, is that a female? <laughs> Did you let a woman in the studio? <laughs> yeah. Once a year. We do it once a year. It's like the purge and it's like the Hunger Games. We allow it once a year. No, we're we're so glad to have Monica Matthews who is with us today. Uh, it's it's gonna be fun. She's here the whole time. She's getting a sense of what we're like off of our camera. craziness. Yeah. <laughs> so she might not be here the whole time. She, she might be. My, my question is, do we show her the photo shoot or the chef one or you pick? You put the floor is lava. I don't know. Okay. All right. You, uh, you you're gonna get to pick. <laughs> uh, but we've got to talk real quick about another woman. Uh, th this is not saying that she's in the same category. I don't know, we, we call her a woman. She's certainly the most unqualified, unlikable vice president ever, which by the way, there's stats and polling out there now that says that. We, we talked about that a couple <laughs> weeks ago. But Kamala Harris opened her man pleaser to spill out some more <laughs> pearls of wisdom. <laughs> and I again want to thank the secretary for your work. Uh, this issue of transportation is fundamentally about just making sure that people have the ability to get where they need to go. Oh. It's that basic. Oh. <laughs> Deep thoughts. <laughs> Come on, Harris. Get to where you need to go. I mean, her, her voice is like a buck-toothed hillbilly dragging his teeth across the blackboard <laughs> while chewing on tinfoil. It's just not good. She, uh, her nervous laughter is really telling. I... That... If she could finish a sentence or a thought without the cackle at the end, I would maybe be a little a smith. I mean, like ever so small, less hard on her. But it, her insecurity, her weakness, her lack of knowledge on literally at this point everything. You hear her describe space. You hear her describe transportation. You hear her talk about yellow school buses. All these things, and it's like oh that my rocket god. launch one. Oh my god! Yeah, the ro that was that was precious. They walked on the platform. <sighs> But I mean, she she really she's insecure. She's got a bad case of imposter syndrome. She knows that she's not qualified to be here. She knows how how she got here, and it comes through. I think it's I think it's heir apparent to everyone. I, I I can't imagine someone unless they're as dumb as she is, which would be remarkable. Let's get you on the show if you're that dumb. I can't imagine anyone being like she's so sharp. She's just sharp as a tack. <laughs> I don't. I, I I mean, does anyone think that? No. No, but it doesn't matter. Right. That's true. Right. It, it, it because, really because, doesn't. Because it's equitable. Yes. 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 There's yes. people who say AOC is sharp. Oh, Lord. Oh, yeah. It's like, God, oh, okay, you need to. Hmm. 
Yeah, you get a bless your heart for that one yeah. in the South. <laughs> Kamala gets lulled into these instances where she's talking, where she really in her heart of hearts thinks that she's going to come up with something really profound that is going to be her legacy. So you could see, like, the, the wheels spinning around in her head. What can I say that's profound? But then it just turns into gobbledygook, like, you'll be able to see the craters with your eyes. And it's like, it just, it falls flat. It's like, bro, what are you doing? And plus, she's got that smug sort of, when she's talking, it's like, ugh, ugh, you know, that ugh that she does with her voice, that bugs. Because that's another sign of insecurity, too, yeah. when you have to put yourself in a spot where you feel that you're above the folks that you're talking to. Yeah. No, that's, that's true. Well, Megyn Kelly is not a fan of the vice president either. She was actually more charitable uh, about her characterization of Kamala. But, but she, she said that she was wrong of her original description, now says this uh, about Cam Cam. I gave her the benefit of the doubt. I did not think she was an idiot. I now think she's a moron. She's just, she's not that smart. I, forgive me, I'm still one of those people who gets wooed by titles. I'm like, she was the attorney general of the state of California. You know, like, how dumb could she be? Like, dumb. The answer is very, very dumb is the answer. And I've come to that conclusion just with my own eyes and ears from watching and listening to her. She cannot put two sentences together. I mean, the old man is actually losing his mental faculties. She's just not a smart person. And it concerns me because that's all we have in line of the Democratic side. And as Trump's numbers continue to go up and up and up, and I realize some of the polls are showing him beating Joe Biden now in a hypothetical matchup, um, he's still very vulnerable. <laughs> he did not win in 2020. And it looks like it's going to be the same matchup. And honestly, Joe Biden's knocking on, you know, the Grim Reaper's door, and she mm. could be the president of the United States in the next six years by default if, if things go, you know, in, in a dark and upsetting way. I'm concerned. That is dark. Um, but, so she, she a moron is what she, is what she's going with now. There's some things in there that I disagree with, but that was the point of it. Is she's calling her out, saying I I went a different direction, tried to give the benefit of the doubt before, but now I'm seeing the errors in my way. And, and but you should people should be calling her a moron. Again, we got picked on earlier this week for picking on Joe. Don't give a shit. He's he's the president. He gets picked on. She's the vice president. She gets picked on. We, we've called her all sorts of stuff here. Uh, idiot, quizzling, dolt, dumbass, dense, stupid, a joke, nitwit, you name it, slut. She's all of those things. That's, those are the things that have been said on this show. She's kind of earned all of them. She, she's someone who got, she's, first of all, her polling within the Democrat Party is not good. No one likes her. That sounds super mean, I know, but but no one does. Well, look at her staff turnover. Yeah, the staff turnover. You look at how she performed in the primary. You 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 look at how she got several of her jobs in the past. We you know we won't belabor that point. You did with the man pleaser. So yeah, or slut. Yes. If it wasn't for Willie Brown, she'd still have a square mouth. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. And there's the line. Yep, there's, we, we found, found it. We found it. Found it's there. To the Howard. <laughs> yes. Um, but but I mean, really, that's. <laughs> and I am not Robin. <laughs> For a lot of reasons. <laughs> Are you red? Are you red, Drew? I think you're red. I mean, that was yeah. that was that was unexpected. <laughs> See what I bring? The estrogen and yes. a whole bunch of punch. I uh, love it. Right. We love it. We we actually really do. It's so amazing having 
someone else here, <laughs> someone someone with some estrogen here. Um, it, it's been fun. We got a whole nother hour of fun coming up, folks. We're going to talk about Christopher Ray, who's, who apparently just doesn't doesn't know how many times the FBI spied on Americans. Uh, <laughs> I have no idea. Do you have any answer? No. No, no but I know it's a lot. <laughs> we'll talk about that. We've got some other stories we're going to get into. We've got uh, another clip that's kind of a surprising clip. We've got the post-show press conference. There's tons coming up. Please stick around. We'll be right back. Biden and his cronies have lost over $3 trillion of America's retirement savings in 2022 alone. With inflation running rampant and the stock market crashing, do you have a plan to protect your wealth? Our friends at American Alternative Assets help you protect your retirement savings by rolling over your IRA or 401k into a gold IRA. Fact is, you can hold physical gold and silver in your retirement account while maintaining its tax-deferred status. Visit protectfrombiden.com today to get your free wealth protection guide this guide will give you all the answers you need american alternative assets is an a-plus and accredited member of the better business bureau protect your savings now before it's too late visit protectfrombiden.com individual results may vary there is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results of freedom we have you covered with this 2024 edition trump for president coin show your support with this limited edition coin normally 29.99 but for a limited time you can get yours for just 19.99 plus free shipping this is a great collector's coin for fans of president trump and those that want to show their support for our great president each coin is made in the usa is an authentic us jfk half dollar and showcased in an acrylic coin capsule Collectibles like this only increase in value, often to hundreds of dollars per coin. So get yours now for $19.99 plus free shipping at TrumpCoinSavings.com. Again, that's TrumpCoinSavings.com to secure this limited offer. all experienced low levels of electrolytes, whether from a late night of drinking, completing a half marathon, or maybe even just experiencing a bout of explosive diarrhea from a food truck. You know what it's like to need to replenish those also important minerals in your body. But why just settle for that when you can enjoy our new proprietary sports drink and colon sweet blend? Colon Sport. Colon Sport is the new frontier in electrolyte replacement and removal. With a quick surge of sugar and electrolyte replacement, 
you'll feel on top of the world. And then, like a brisk wind tickling your grandmother's chimes, you need to drop those minerals and a whole lot else. So stop drinking other successful mineral replacement drinks and jump on board the Colon Sport Express. We're not only sure you'll love the taste, but we promise you'll be coming back for more. Colon Sport only hydrates and replenishes electrolytes for a temporary period before blowing out your bowels and requiring most individuals to start the process over and over and over. Individual <laughs> results may vary. Some individuals may experience significant weight loss. All right, we're just going to continue to throw stuff Monica's way. <laughs> every, 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 around every corner, <laughs> there's another. Just wait till no month oh, <laughs> Real quick, guys, don't forget to sign up for Coin Club if you haven't already. Coin Club members get an extra show Friday mornings at 11 a.m. Eastern exclusively on Red Voice Media. It's You go to dbcoinclub.com to sign up. You can watch it there as well. That's where you go for all of it. You get, you get that Friday episode. Annual members get a coin sent to them, Challenge Coin. A lot of you got them this week. There's been great reviews. Thank you for the feedback on those, by the way. Um, but you get that. You get entered into the contests. For the drawing, which this month is anytime we say you know, I don't know what it's at right now, but it's it's up there. Uh, so you get entered into that booze and banter when it returns, all sorts of stuff. So please do sign up. It's dbcoinclub.com. Come have some fun with us on Fridays and all the other times that we do some premium programming. Okay, so FBI Director Chris Ray has no idea, as I was saying before the break, no idea how many times the FBI used illegal FISA queries to surveil American citizens. And you had Matt Gates, Matt Gates, who questioned him as to how many illegal FISA warrants were applied for. Here was his response. How many illegal FISA queries have occurred under your leadership of the FBI? Well, there are reports that have come out with different numbers about uh, compliance incidents. More than a million illegal ones? Because that's what the inspector general said. The inspector general said that in the 3.4 million of these queries, more than a million were in error. Do you have any basis to disagree with that, that assessment by the inspector general? Uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure, actually, that's a, a correct characterization of the inspector general's uh, oh, well, findings on well, that. Well, the internet will remind you of I, that in moments. But, but let, let's now go to uh, what the, the court said. The court said it was over 200,000 that have occurred on your watch. Would, do you have any basis to disagree with that assessment? Again, I don't have the numbers I sit here right now. What I can Seems like you, a number you should know. How many times the FBI's breaking the law under your watch? I mean, that's a fair point. <laughs> yeah, it's fair. Yeah. 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 I think you should know. And, and by the way, reminder, we won't go into this in depth now, but the numbers that they're throwing around there, and that's just, by the way, with the Bureau, the numbers they're throwing around for FISA warrants, I can tell you it used to be when it was designed, the way it was designed, it, it was really freaking hard to get approved on one of those. And if any American citizen was involved or connected to it, it was that much harder. Even if they weren't the target, if they just were somehow connected, you know, via a relationship, a phone number, whatever the case might be. If, if, if you were going to stumble upon American, it was hard to get it approved. They have done it so many times. It is ridiculous. I, and we've I've, I've said it before. My bad. I made a mistake way back when thought the Patriot Act had some good qualities and it did if it would if it would be used the way it was supposed to but you've you've seen that and ever since then all the things that have been turned on the American people stuff that we used the way it was supposed to and now 
is being used against us. It's ridiculous. And these guys are going to keep doing it. Chris Ray is not going to give any information or any of his colleagues, but they're going to continue to surveil people because that's essentially what they've become. And that's not to say there aren't good FBI agents. There, there are. But the leadership and the function that they have across the board, they are a weaponized three-letter agency that should terrify, should scare the living piss out of everyday Americans. Because they're going to continue to do this. They're going to intimidate and terrorize average citizens into compliance. And I hate that I have to say that, but it's true. Totally. And, and, and we, yet no one will champion the cause of defunding. Right. At least pulling back. Yeah. Right. No one. I've heard no one champion that at all, except for us. Right. <laughs> so, except for the ones being surveilled. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's so true. There's, there's no, the, 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 the status quo is just the way to do it in DC. Now let's not change anything, but there's significant concerns. Yep. And trust me, they're going to get worse. Let's just keep it as it is. There, there's so many things that should get broken into so many pieces and scattered into the wind. That's not to say that we don't need the Bureau or something like the Bureau. It's not to say that, that the mistakes that my former employer has made aren't big mistakes. We still need uh, an overseas intelligence apparatus. We need all those things. We just need them to function the way they're supposed to, the way that they're chartered to function, which is apolitical, not used against the people, literally it's a simple concept at the end of the day your job is to enforce the laws here at home your job is to gather collect information and kill bad guys overseas your job whatever we could go through all the different agencies just do your freaking job like that it's that simple but that's so not what you, so how do you rein it in i mean if you're not going to defund how, how, how do you what's the solution i don't know i, I mean if <laughs> Because you can't just hard stop it, mm -hmm. right? If you hard stop it, we're we're already vulnerable. We've well, got we've got an open border. We've got lots of issues overseas, issues that we're not paying attention to because America collectively always, and the intel community is no different, always focuses on a shiny ball. What's the shiny ball? Everything else falls by the wayside. But I, you've got to start at the top. It has to be rooted out at the top. <laughs> you, you've got to have people who aren't appointed there. You've got to have people who who know. The system understand what they're taking. You, when you go, being director of CIA, for example, that is one of the most important jobs in the planet, by far. Your responsibilities are huge. You've got the most powerful weapon on the planet. The amount of money there, the amount of resources there, the amount of things that can be done there. If you have the right people who who know how to use it and use it for good, it would be good. The problem is. Is, is all the people on the seventh floor there, all the people that the, the, I think the Bureau uses the seventh floor thing too. I don't know what the, the deal is with the seventh floor, but it's always been that way. But everyone who's on that top tier, they're bought and paid for. They're, they're, they're being used as a tool. You're gonna go do this and you're gonna use that agency or organization and its employees and their assets for our good. And that it can't be that way. I don't know how you do it though, because the, the common denominator with all of it is broken humans. Mm -hmm. So, who gets to decide what's acceptable and what's not? I would vote. I, I, I would like to be that person. But who gets to decide? <laughs> we vote you in. Yes, on That's this. It. Um, but I don't know. I, I really don't know. I think that there's a lot of problems. And it goes beyond the corruption and, and weaponization at the top, too. You've got all these places who are so bloated. There's way too many people there. We're wasting way too many resources. We've got all this wokeness there. The agency for example, should be focused on collecting intel, doing some dirty things in the shadows that none of you guys should want to know about. You should just be, just do what you got to do. 
and keep us safe. Got it. But it's it's become a a social club. It's it's there's all this stuff. There's all these extra people there. You've got the bureau who's who's bled across lines into to new missions. So I don't know. I don't honestly. I don't know how you fix anything. <clears throat> I, mean, I wish I had the solution. I mean, but. how much of a hole would there be if all of a sudden you're like, no more FBI. That's it. Other I, than the Brian Koberger case in, in Idaho, I don't really see any high profile investigations done by the FBI that have gone well. Yeah. No, I think FBI, you could probably, because there's tons of other law enforcement agencies. Again, with bring right. over, crossover, you've got, because you can say, well, these guys only focus on this. Let me just tell you, every agency these days does everything, and they think they do it better than every other agency. There's a rivalry. So I think you could probably lose them. I don't think you could lose the agency, um, but I think you could, I think you could lose the Bureau, and the other people would pick it up. DEA is going to continue with the drug stuff. ICE is going to continue to be told not to do their job. On the board. <laughs> All that stuff would remain the same, but it's, it, I, I, I again think it can't be fixed because you've got humans involved and everyone has dug their feet in and they're sticking where they are. And, and people in D.C., permanent Washington, needs these to be tools for them. They're not going to relinquish it. Like, we, we always lose to, to, to permanent Washington. I, don't, I just don't see it changing. Right. It's a leverage machine. That's all the FBI has ever been ever since Hoover was to get dirt on people and use it as leverage against them. Mm -hmm. And we see that now with their investigations of parents at school board meetings. If they want to put somebody in jail, they can do it because of all the crazy laws that we have. Every time the new law is passed, the old ones stay on the books. Right. Like if you have a, an unclean egg and you take it across state lines, that's considered a felony. What's yeah. an unclean egg? <laughs> yeah. if you had, if you had Is that a, if, because I'm here? Is that like an estrogen dig? <laughs> Maybe. No, 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 if you've got like an, an egg that you just took from the farm, threw it in a bag, and hadn't been washed off or anything like that, that's a felony. So, well, but damn it. back to my point is if they want to get you, no matter what it is, they can get you because all of us break many laws every day. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Lots of them. Well, I always, I always think of Cheryl Atkinson. Okay. Right? And, yeah. and, and the fact that they admitted that they were going to plant porn on her husband's laptop because of a story that she was covering during the Obama administration. Right. Yes. Right. And she's still in litigation over that now. Um, but that's some scary stuff. Yeah. Right. Like no, they, they you're just minding your own business. And all of a sudden there's something kitty on your on your computer that you didn't put there. Right. Right. And, and you and, and what is your response to that? Thankfully, you know, she had the right technical people who were able to you know uncover what had happened but uh your average american doesn't have access to that no and and you can't you can't it, uh, there's hardly anyone who can stand up to places like that when they go after you and they go after you literally because you just have different values and views you're you're helpless it's it, on, a, on a lesser level it's like the stuff that i've dealt with with youtube youtube knows that i can't do shit to combat what they've done to the channel because I'm just a little guy. It's it's that on steroids when you're talking about the government going after you and trying to make. I'm um, um, sorry. Uh, <laughs> like, I was trying to fix something else and I messed up your shot. <laughs> but that reminds me. Remember the um, the National Geographic producer 
who came out with a documentary about the ambush that went horribly wrong in Niger, and three special forces operators got killed in it, and they had the, the footage of it. Remember when yeah. that was going on? Yeah. And so he comes out with this. The FBI does a raid on his house. The guy disappears for months, only to reemerge again with porn on his computer wow. and he's arrested for that wow. so what monica was saying that to me there that rings really true and what they're capable of i don't know this guy this producer guy don meeks he could be a pedophile i don't know but it just seems really odd that he does this documentary he's breaking these stories they're making the intel community look horrible that all of a sudden porn is found on one of his laptops yeah yeah, that was that that was a fascinating story, by the way. Well, like I told you today, whenever I landed in Jacksonville, right? There's a dude. There's like ten police officers waiting in the jetway, and I'm like, holy crap! They're <laughs> like, you're good, you're good. So, uh, so we all, of course, we were like, who are they going to get? And they come out with this gentleman who's a middle-aged black man, and he's wearing this American pride flag T-shirt, right? He's got some military garb with him. His son also is dressed the same. And they perp walk him out of the airport. And I just sat off to the side and I said a prayer for him, an earnest prayer that I didn't know if he was a child molester, uh, you know, whatever. Who knows what, what's going on? But just the, by the fact that he was dressed the way that he was, I thought, you know what? He could be uh, one of the 1,500 additional J6ers that they're about to round up. Yeah. You know, we don't know. But how sad is that? Yeah. I would have never thought of that in the past as an American, right? So we've definitely lost our way. We we sure have no you're you're everyone everyone is walking around on eggshells now thinking have I done something to upset my masters my lords um, hopefully you have there's there's one true lord hopefully you you know him but but that that's the point I mean you 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 constantly are and we in the space that we're all in you're you're a show host we do a show sometimes we we keep it together but like but but it's like okay we know what's what have what have we done today to upset them because we know we're upsetting them and we know frequently we're over the target because of all the stuff that we we get thrown at us for it but uh we've got more time we've got more time where we can talk about this we can talk about plenty of things but we do have to toss it to a break when we come back we're going to talk about dylan mulvaney who apparently has fled to peru is certainly in peru right now we'll, we'll talk about him on the other side Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm here to tell you about my new product from MyPillow, towels that actually work. Watch this absorbency test. Here's another towel that we randomly went out and bought. Here's one of my towels with the nice design. I don't know if you can see this, but you could line a swimming pool with this. I mean, this is crazy. Get rid of it. Towels that actually work. What a concept. I really love the towels. They're really great. They're super absorbent. I'm interrupting this commercial to let you know we're having the biggest clearance sale ever. Get our six-piece towel sets for only $29.88 with your promo code. My towel sets are made with proprietary technology and include two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get our six-piece towel sets. Originally $99.98, then on sale for $49.98. 98. Now we're closing them out for only $29.88 while supplies last. Once they're gone, they're gone, so please order now. Get more of Drew, and this is my show with Coin Club, exclusively on the RVM Network. 
Coin Club members get a This Is My Show Challenge coin, an exclusive Friday morning show for Coin Club members only, automatic entry into show-related sweepstakes, and other in-studio bonuses. Plus, members get access to all other premium content on the RVM network and no ads on written content on redvoicemedia.com. So join the club and carry your coin with pride. Go to dbcoinclub.com. Military and first responders get 30% off their memberships. Again, that's dbcoinclub.com. Current Drew Crew members need not apply. Military and first responder discounts are available on monthly or annual memberships. All members, regardless of subscription type, are automatically entered into sweepstakes. However, challenge coins are only issued to annual members. Learn more at dbcoinclub.com. to TCW. This is my show, Championship Wrestling, and I'm your host, Trucky McGee. Joining me now is the current world's heavyweight champion of the world, none other than Bjorn the Sickle Throckmorton. Welcome to Trucky's Corner, Bjorn. What's up, Trucky? How are you feeling before tonight's match? against Rico Raymond. You know, I feel pretty damn good because every time I seem to meet little flyboy Rico Raymond in the ring, I beat the living piss out of that Broadway cowboy, which is how I became your world heavyweight champion. But two weeks ago, Bjorn, there there was a, a non-title match. Let me it tell you something, Trucky. Two weeks ago was a load of you-know-what. You had the ref get knocked to the ground. You had his little slut, Karmika, pull a fast one on me, and he put me in that lame-ass hold, whatever it was, and things didn't go the way. No, they didn't go the way that I wanted to. But I can tell you what. I've still retained this title. Every time we've met in that squared circle in a fair match, Look who's been the victor. And look who will be the victor again tonight. Well, there you go. Some tough talk from the world heavyweight champion. That match coming right up. <laughs> I mean, if that's not some random shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wanted to move, like, your whole thing out of your face. Face, yeah. Like, like, move, yeah. Well, you know, okay. what, what most people don't get about chainmail is it's not very easy to wear. No. It just makes up its mind. It goes wherever it wants because it's... Yeah, I'm, it's, it's a metal cage that you're wearing on your face or a metal whatever. <laughs> but uh, let's talk, let's, let's transition from our fake wrestling league to Dylan Mulvaney, who is not welcome in our wrestling league. Because in his latest PR stunt, the actor who's playing the part of a transsexual has fled to Peru because he doesn't feel safe in America. Here's what he had to say. Hi, is this an okay time? Okay, surprise, I'm in Peru, 
and I'm at Machu Picchu. Isn't this just so beautiful? Um, I'm here by myself, and I used to do a ton of solo traveling. I'm telling you, it's the best. If you could ever do a solo trip somewhere, it is such a good way to get to know yourself better. Um, but I came here to feel something. You know what I mean? And I definitely have. I've done shaman ceremonies that were like 10 years worth of therapy. It was wild. Um, I've seen a lot of llamas, and the people here are so kind. I feel very safe here. It's a little sad that I had to leave my country to feel safe, but that will get better eventually. And I am dying for some Trader Joe's rolled chili lime chips. But other than that, I am so content. Still haven't been kissed yet, but I'm holding out hope. And most of all, you know, this trip has just has me feeling like I'm my own best friend again. And that is the best feeling in the world. And I hope that you feel that way about yourself too. And I love you. Okay. Bye. Machu Picchu. Wow. Gorgeous. Love you. Show again. Fair enough. I can't take it. Fair enough. I mean, uh, first of all, he's dressed like Audrey Hepburn. <laughs> yes. What kind of an outfit, a black turtleneck that you're wearing to Machu Picchu? <laughs> doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Traditional Machu Picchu <laughs> tourism uh, garb. Uh, it doesn't make any sense. I love, too, at the beginning. I didn't catch that the first time I watched it. Is this a, <laughs> Is good, this a time? good time? Well, do we have a choice? Like, I mean, <laughs> what if, also, I haven't been kissed, but I've been, what, what did he say? I've been touched. I think you, I don't, I don't know what he said. I, there's too many visuals that went on there. I want him to do a video. Is this a good time? Oh, no. Okay. And then just stop the video. That'd be brilliant. Yes. Yes. It would, well, yeah. it'd be, it'd be great for all of us. But so he's saying he basically, you got to go to Peru or out of America in this case to be safe because his generation and so many, it's not even just that generation. So many people in America now are triggered by what they deem to be hate speech, right? And, and hate speech, in this case, is just reality. Us bringing up the truth, sharing... Re I, man. Well, okay, so that kind of takes me to DeSantis going to Israel to sign, you know, hate speech legislation. Why did that require a trip to Israel? Can anyone educate me on that? I didn't even... I, you know what? I'm going to oh, be honest. Wow. I didn't Does see it. Does the chick have more intel? <laughs> yes, you apparently guys? you do. What? Okay. Yes, this is the second piece of legislation that he has signed in Israel as a sitting governor of a of a country. Well, Florida is kind of its own kind of country, our own country. Right? Yeah. Florida, Germany, whatever. So, yes, and the hate speech is is really centered around anti-Semitism. So, hmm. but but my thing is this, it's like red flag laws, forget it. No. You, you don't get no one is created any lesser or any right. greater than anyone else, right? And so we have protections already. Yeah. So, stop creating special classes. Again, it goes back to what you said about being able to uh, reconstruct our intelligence agencies, if you will. So people are always going to be there, right? Yeah. And so until we get ourselves together, and y'all know I talk about faith on my show, so we got to bring Jesus into the mix. So, right. Well, well we, right. but, but that's, I mean, honestly, if right. there's one th central thing that America is lacking the most or ignoring the most is is faith. And, and that, it, it was such a huge part of, of what started this country and who we were and now people treat it like it's the plague, and it's, it's very evident um, the direction that we're right. going in a very right. opposite direction. Of well, that. and faith that is actually, you know, that informs your choices. Yes. Faith that is centered around, you know, love that has standards, not love is love. Right. right. Love is anything you want it to be. It's whatever you reimagine it to be. Right. Yes. No, love has standards. Right. It has a code of conduct, a code of ethics. And so here we are. 
Um, yes. So, so that concerns me where it's like, okay, our own Republican governors, if you will, are signing on with hate speech legislation as well as red flag laws. I mean, where does that stop? Yeah. It, 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 so exactly. imagine how we feel, Dylan. We don't feel safe either. <laughs> <laughs> we don't. I, I, I don't like having to watch what I say, uh, which is why I just don't do it. Uh, but, <clears throat> but I mean, it, do we have to talk about Dylan anymore? Can no, we? no. No, I, I can I can play something for you that might get what you even more infuriated. You. This, this, I saw it. this today. It made me sick. Yeah. Oh, no. Good luck. The first trans woman to have a successful uterus transplant, ovaries and eggs included. And I want to be the first trans woman to have an abortion. <gasps> oh my God. I will let a doctor who has successfully transplanted a uterine complex before cut the organs out of a willing, healthy, transmasculine donor, place them in my body. I will devote myself, heart and soul, to their aftercare. I will have as much gay sex as it takes with as many trans women as it takes and let the transphobes and homophobes scratch their heads wondering what to make of it. And I want to be the first trans woman to have an abortion. Okay, so there's two. This is your show. Go for it. No, you know. <laughs> yep. Nope. It's I all might leave. I might be done. <laughs> right and cut. Uh, so there's two schools of thought for me personally. I see someone like that, and I think paid operative. Yeah. I think that is an actor. He's obviously she. He. Whatever. Them it is. legion. Yeah. Legion is re what's really going on, y'all. But so he is reading from a script, right? And so, so, th so there's that thought. And then, as someone who is a minister, but until I'm here with you guys, right? Like, <laughs> take that out hey, I went to Bible college. I was a youth pastor for a while, uh, well, so that don't worry. Explains yeah. a lot about this. Shit. <laughs> 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 okay, so anyway, uh, that explains why I'm here. So, uh, yeah, so there's a part of me that looks at that and thinks, okay, this is the demonics, right? That this is exactly what we're up against right now in this in the globe on the globe. This isn't just this isn't just America specific. Right. So spiritually speaking, we are dealing with Ephesians 6 and 12. We're also dealing with this rogue government thing that this this Hydra, this weird Leviathan behemoth that is now out in the open that uses every ghastly ghoulish thing to either demoralize Americans, such as Joe Biden, uh, or this dude who wants to have a uterus. Right. Or we just deny, you know, what's true. Right. Right. So it's like this constant screw this mind screw that, that's going on against americans that and and really against civilization it's not just us it's not just america specific but that's what i see whenever i see that kind of stuff and people are all freaked out about it and christians just go all up in arms and i'm like mm -mm, take your peace that's crazy right we know but but here's what's scary though what's what's scary for us is that there's coming a time where that hate speech is going to come into play and we will not be able to have this conversation for real no i agree i i, I think because they they have to escalate it to that level right where they they shut people up and whatever they determine is hate speech whatever they, they determine goes against their rules 
we will never be the ones deciding those rules. We will always be the targets of those those conversations and their stuff. Are you writing something over there? I was just taking notes. Okay. Well, do you want to hear my notes? <laughs> yes. All right. Like. This is a fun little fact. Do you know okay. when the first um, uh, trans, uh, trans sex, uh, sex change took place and who it was? It was a I, man I yeah. who identified as a woman named Dora Richter. In 1931, Nazi Germany. Oh, wow. And Dora died on the operating table because the doctor just took a uterus and ovaries and shoved it into his pelvis, and Dora died from it. So whenever I see, when I hear that trans person saying what they were saying, it, first of all, we joked, I, jo I made a joke a couple, like a month ago about how this would be a trend of people who are fighting back against abortion deliberately getting pregnant so they could get abortions. And then to see this, yeah. it was like, holy smokes, no matter how weird and out there that we think that we get with our conversations and like, these fools will never do anything like that. All of a sudden, boom, this this is right there. Yeah. But in Nazi Germany at the time before, you know, when Hitler was having his rise in popularity, there were a lot of parallels going on with their society when it came to homosexuality transgenderism and it's just it's it's a little bit too spooky and if you look back in history when hitler did take power who are some of the first groups that he grabbed and put into camps it was the lgbtq yeah. community mm -hmm. that he snatched up so this is just i would if i was in the t community I would and am urging them to pump the brakes and just relax. Well, and, and I've said to your point, and, and I have to say, it, at least in my Twitter ecosystem, there are a lot of folks in the LGBT community who are like, this is, excuse my language, this is bullshit. Yeah. We're just not, this is ridiculous. Yeah. This is not who we are, right? And there are also trans people who are like, hey, and as a minister, I will tell you the thing that really frustrates me to hell and back about this is that there are people who legitimately are born with a legitimate fundamental feeling of, I don't, I'm not in the right body, right? And there are chromosomal issues, right, on a, on a molecular level that people deal with on a biological level that has now been hijacked by a trend. Right. 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 And, and that to me is grievous because trans people um, who do who are born with a sense of not only biologically, they they are different um, on, on that level. But 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 now they're competing with people who are basically mocking their condition and then they get lumped in to everyone else castigating them as you know. And, and so and then what we're required to do is to humanize all of those dehumanization efforts as opposed to being able to silo as, you know, considerate loving people who understand biologically things happen in nature, right? right? Um, and, and you are to love people in that in that vein, right? But instead, they all get lumped in with this madness. And I don't know if you guys have been paying attention to the people who have detransitioned, but it will it will break you listening it's, to their stories. It's sad listening it's to their stories. Yeah. I know. Awful. Yeah. No, so I, let me just bring the whole show down <laughs> like 20 degrees. No, but you're absolutely it's correct awful. because there are people with genuine gender dysphoria yes. Yes. that need yeah. to be treated. And 
you know, my my heart and all of our hearts go out to them because yeah. I can't imagine the torture that we go through. But then, as you're saying, to pile in other people who just have a fetish and say we're part of this community, it's like no, 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 no. That you're into you know mummification, bondage, and breath play. You have nothing to do with Caitlyn Jenner. Right. It's it just the the two just aren't. No, there's well, there, there is there's such it's such a big pot and there's so many. Uh, going back to your first point on on this person that was was speaking there, I, I agree. The, either you're being paid or you're doing it for the 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 wow moment. You're right. you're being overly bombastic on purpose just to get more TikTok views or whatever. Right. You're not genuine. Like you you either you're not you're clearly struggling with a lot, but like. It's not as you're describing. It's not. It, we always talk the LGs of the of the alphabet community. This has been taken over. It's they're they're all being held hostage by these crazy ass loons who change gender six times a day. But they don't have to be because they, they come after conservatives yeah. in in waves. So it's like, why don't you use that wave and go after people who are literally wrecking your civil rights as right. you know it? Yeah. Right. So yeah. And 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 the, and the problem is they should do that because. You would get, they complain, everyone complains in their own way about being ostracized or called this or called that. It's like, well, get that shit out of there. Right. Get, clean your club. And then and then you won't because here, it's hard for someone looking from the outside in, especially from when you, when you look at it from a spiritual level and you say, okay, what you're saying and what you're doing is just fundamentally wrong. It is just not true. Now, some of you are struggling with gender dysphoria. Some of you are struggling with X, Y, or Z issue. I get that. We need to love on you and help you through this. But then there are these ones that go so over the top, and and it's hard to differentiate. And, and you all—I mean, that's how it works. People, people are broken. Everyone just describes people in groups. Whether it's LGBTQ plus people, whether it's there's stereotypes for a reason, and people just they just break it down that way. So it's it something's got to change. I think that they will. You've seen some groups. I was on a panel on Newsmax several weeks back with a woman i forget her name who was who was who was a part of one of the lgbt movements uh lgbtq plus movements pushing back against mm -hmm. this so there are some people doing it they just need to get louder you guys are always so loud you're a small portion of the population who's louder than anybody use that to your advantage mm -hmm. but but i think that one of the sorry last thing i think one of the tricky things is is you've got the mainstream media who's very much a tool and, and, and a proxy of the left who are gonna continue to push this because the left has to, has to destroy our, our nuclear family, has to destroy communities. And rather than say the real people who are normal in the LGBTQ community, we're gonna celebrate you. No, 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 they can't do that. They have to latch on to the ones who are disruptive mm -hmm. and they've got to pour gas on that fire because that leads them to, to where they want us all to be as a country which is, by the way, of course, not somewhere good. But you also run into the fact that a lot of these uh, organizations, these gay rights organizations, are funded by, like, the George Soros Open Societies yeah. Group or the uh, the Human Rights Campaign, where it's all... It, it, they, they, they need the money to come into their organization, but they have to play by the rules that Human Rights Coalition comes up with or Open Societies comes up with. So I got to think somewhere along the money trail lane, 
there's a stipulation. To, okay, you got to include everybody. You can't come out and talk about you know the the trans people and and how men shouldn't compete against women. You got to be all in, yeah. or you get nothing. Well, right. have either of you heard of the possibility of all of this really kind of congealing around ESG? Yeah. Oh right. yeah. Yeah. Right. Like it, it, it's not even a matter of human rights. Right. right. Like it, well, they're the, the human right. I brought them up because they have the, was it the ECI mm -hmm. that they hang over the heads of corporations to have them fall in line for right. the, to push gay activism. But, but can we back up to something? So you said something that everyone in the room just kind of jumped over. What is what is breath? What? What? Breath play. What, what? Bondage and what, breath what play. What just happened on the show? <laughs> oh, you learn new <laughs> stuff. It, hang on. Oh, home. Like, real, some okay. stuff you don't want to learn yeah. about. Real, real quick, uh, uh, he has rules to the dark web. Why don't you tell her the rules to the dark web? <laughs> no. And, okay. Well, first of all, install, install a Tor browser. <laughs> <laughs> right. I love it. Yeah, that caught see, but I'm so ambidextrous like that. I mm. could actually focus on the breath play and be like, but let's have a serious conversation. <laughs> yes, yeah, that was a great see? pull going back to Thank that. You. Because oh. Thank you. That's the second day in a row, I think, that uh, <laughs> these things have come up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, should we check your browser? We'll, we will uh, <laughs> we'll continue this conversation at dinner tonight. How about that? <laughs> We're going to take a quick break. We got two new clips, another one of Kamala trying to speak. Joe Biden trying to speak. Neither of them succeeded. We'll show you on the other side. We interrupt today's programming to bring unfortunate news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. So take action now. The Federal Reserve's phased deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard and put your hard-earned assets in jeopardy. But here's the good news. There's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Speak to someone at American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Dial 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Yes, call now, 833-287-2465. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Call 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Yes, call now, 833 287-2465. Act swiftly. 833-287-2465. Do you frequent your partner of the same sex? you ever been to a men's bathhouse? Do you have an active grinder account? Do you prefer unprotected sex with random hookups? Then boy, oh boy, do we have the product for you. No Monk Monk is a new experimental product for active lovers who just want to keep going without consequence. Why change your lifestyle and live in fear when you can try this virus-preventing elixir? Our new rectal application is a literal lifesaver and fun to try. So say goodbye to monkeypox and put
put something new in your backside. Get No Monk Monk now. Take your life back and never look back. Unless, of course, you like that point of view. No Monk Monk has not been approved by the FDA or any other corrupt government organization. May prevent monkeypox, but it also may not. Try it as you will, but we highly encourage other life changes. Side effects may include swollen tongue, oily discharge, night terrors, pink eye, fever, and in rare cases, a prolapsed rectum. Ask your doctor if No Monk Monk is right for you. Welcome back, my friends. We've got two more little clips that I want to work in here, and then we'll let Monica off the hook. We'll get to the post-show press conference. If she ever wants to return. Yes. I, after no monk, monk. <laughs> the audience is always like, oh, not again. Not that one. I need a shower. Yes. No, it's clear. <laughs> we're, we're thinking of actually putting in, like, you know, the if you're like a chemical spill, like walk-through shower station. Just once you've been on the show, yeah. it's, it's for like the best. Like Silkwood. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Decontamination okay. area. Yeah, exactly. yeah. So you got to step into the chamber. <laughs> the chamber. Here we go again. Let's build a chamber. We're, we're, we're doing it I'm now. Building the chamber. Making anyway. notes right now. Yes. Chamber. Decontamination okay. chamber. So uh, Kamala ended up talking again. We had another clip. She was. She, this is her talking about artificial intelligence. And I think the first part of this issue that should be articulated is AI is kind of a fancy thing. It's, first of all, it's two letters. It means artificial intelligence. But ultimately what it is, is it's about machine learning. And so the machine is taught. And part of the issue here is what information is going into the machine that will then determine, and, and we can predict then, if we think about what, machine, what information is going in, what then will be produced in terms of decisions and opinions um, that may be made through that so, process. I don't know if you guys were aware of this, but AI stands for artificial intelligence. <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow. the artificial intelligence czar. That's who we put on top of this. People didn't know what a supply chain was, man. No joke. Yeah. I, I've never heard of it before. He said, I, he said, I just found out what it was six years ago. The president of the United States just found out what a supply chain was six years ago. And let's all be honest. He says he knows what it is now. He doesn't know what it is. No. He doesn't know at all. But I just, again, how is anyone satisfied? I know that the crazy ass left. I know that folks who are trying to and very successfully trying to bring communism into this country are thrilled with the prospects of what's happening, what's happening under the, this particular administration, though the administration, I don't think, is making any decisions. They're, they're thrilled with it. But how can a, a normal human being out there listen to her try and speak, listen to Joe try and speak, watch Joe try and walk? It's fascinating to do. 
How can anyone be like, I think we're okay. I think it's going to be all right. Yeah. We're in good hands. Children's book. Watch Joe, Joe Walk. Walk. Watch Joe. Right? See, we're going to write a children's book on that. It's happening this yeah. Christmas, coming out this Christmas. Watch that's Joe a, shower. That's a stiff timeline. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we'll, we'll work on it. I'm still working on the book about Shafi that hasn't, hasn't happened. Maybe well, we still have a lot of Christmas stuff that you have to get done. Yes. So we do. One thing I did know. You got to come back during Christmas. Yes. Okay. Please come back during Christmas. She's like, Are no. you Santa Claus? Dear God. Oh, we do. All oh, there's a whole. Yeah. yeah. It's like, who's the elf? That's all I want to know. Everyone's going to be a little bit of everything. Okay. There's lots of characters. This year, we've got more space for activities. Um, I'll have to find the short. Or it's a, a thing that I did way back when I first started my film career where I actually played an elf. In a bit. I remember that. Yep. The the about. little person didn't show up. No call, no show. And they looked at me. But I was the elf. And there's Chad. He's waiting in the wing there. Oh, Chad's in the wing. Yeah. Hi, Chad. But um, getting getting back to what the blowhole said, a kind of dissecting <laughs> it a little bit is the fact that that she's talking about it, artificial intelligence should be all information ever created into one machine that has the ability to take all that information and come up with an answer to whatever question that you have. But if you notice what she said, she said you have to, it depends on the information that you put in there. So what she's saying is artificial intelligence is good as long as we have control over what we put in there to get the answer. So when you ask a question, you get the answer we want you to have. So it's basically Google. Yes. Right. Well, and reminder, Cam Cam probably didn't catch this. I know she's supposed to be the AI czar, but she clearly doesn't know anything. You had AI humanoids. We talked about it yesterday, right? Was it yesterday? Yeah. Yesterday, tell the United Nations that they could run the world better than us and that they should probably, you, us, humanity, slow down on the AI train because <laughs> it's dangerous. Yeah. This... Let's, let's just keep going with it, though, right? Uh, Joe Biden struggles with numbers a lot. We've shown a lot of Joe Biden clips today. We've got one more. This is him trying to say a, a figure. You'll see. Soon NATO will be the 32nd freestanding, have free, 30 free, 32 freestanding members standing together to defend our people and our territory. Beyond beyond all the rest, bound by democratic values to make us strong and by our sacred oath that an attack against it is a sacred oath. Attack against one is attack against all because each member of NATO knows that the strength of our people and the power of our unity cannot be denied. Can you go back to where he gets kind of frustrated with himself? Because I just love those moments. Uh, oh, hang on. Joe, what are you doing? Uh, Shut up. Come on, Joe. He's not ever challenged himself to a push-up contest, has he? I know he's challenged others. Not yet. I mean, not at least not in public. Has anyone ever seen Undercover Brother? Undercover Brother. The, the, yes, with... Um, he is Billy D. Williams. Yes. Minus the fried chicken. Mm. Fried chicken sounds good do right now. we have fried yeah, chicken I mean, here I think that's right what now? we do, yeah. Do we send Shafi to get yeah. some? Shafi. Publix. Um, <laughs> no, that's white people fried chicken. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> wow. Point. Wow, hey, she guy. laid down the hammer there. Ain't eating that white people fried chicken. Uh, <clears throat> next segment, we'll do blackface. Um, <laughs> and then everyone left. <laughs> uh, they did. Um, everyone's gone. No. Um, do we have it? I just. I, yeah, let's yeah, just, yeah. Let's just 
we'll go to the post-show press conference here in a second, but let's just relish in his defeat. 32 freestanding members standing together yeah, to defend far. our people yeah. and our territory. Beyond. Oh, yes, you do. Soon NATO will be the 32nd freestanding to have free, 30 free, 32 freestanding. <laughs> okay. He got it right in the end, in fairness. Horrible policy idea, by the way, as we've talked about a lot, adding them to uh, Ukraine to NATO. But we can't stop it from happening. It is going to happen. They've all said it. They're just not doing it now, which a minor victory for right now. Uh, it's been really fun having Monica Matthews in the studio with us. I don't know that she would say the same. Yeah. <laughs> but we've had a great time. It's fine. I know the, 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 the folks in the audience were thrilled to have a female involved in the show today. So we really appreciate you being here. Where is the best place for people to follow you? Space. Yes. You heard it here first, folks. Space. space. Uh, we'll be producing her show in space. space. Uh, Monica on Air Talk on Twitter or MonicaMatthews.com. Check it out. Give her a follow. Like I said, you're going to be seeing a little bit more of Monica. We'll explain what that means later, just not now. I don't feel comfortable doing it right now. I don't know why. It just felt like the right thing to say. No, you're going to be seeing a lot more. It's been so fun having her. We've loved... It got really weird got really so fast. Weird. And I'm not wearing a blue dress. Yeah. I am changing um, Well, do we just end the show now? What happened? Somebody call I'm Anita Hill. Um, guys, we're really close to getting oysters. Well, Disco's not. No, I'm not. Yeah. but uh, You guys are waiting for me, yeah, right? Anyway. Okay. Yeah. Right? Uh, <laughs> right? Uh, great. We hope you guys have a great night. Please stick around. Post-show press conference is coming up right now. We'll see, we'll see what they're throwing at me. <laughs> right after that, you got RVM Roundup with Chad Kate, and we encourage you to stick around for that. Or if you're in the Jacksonville area, come get some oysters with us. Either way, we hope you have a great day. Be safe. Be smart. Be free. And now, get ready for the This Is My Show post-show press conference. Sponsored by Colon Sports. The new frontier in electrolyte replacement and removal. Colon Sport electrolyte replacement. In one end and out the other. It's new Colon Sport. All right, let's do it. Was a uh, was a good show. Fun having Monica in the studio today. Great, the studio smelled better. It was. It, we had some great dialogue in there. Everything about it was fun. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed it. Good to see some of your uh, your commentary in the chat there about it. Um, lots of stuff. We we covered a lot of Biden clips. A lot of Kamala. Too much Kamala, frankly. But uh, we we had a good time. I think we'll, we're going to try. Our goal is to have a lot more people in studio the rest of this year so monica's just kicking it off she's leading the way and she did a, a hell of a job on that front let's uh let's get started here though over here good afternoon drew benjamin meme boston pride daily <laughs> oh so sorry drew so my question and to piggyback off of miss uh chablis here vodka granny nancy sonoma <laughs> she's got a little bit of a problem anywho so i want to talk about mika brzezinski and how mika first of all whoever did her eye work did such a shoddy job i just can't believe it it, just, it looks awful absolutely awful 
awful. Whoever her doctor is should be shot and put in Guantanamo all at the same time. Can we get to the question? Anywho, so my question has to do with the fact that Mika's making the allegation that it's up to the staff to Biden's staff to make sure he knows where he's going on stage, there are no sandbags out, and pretty much everyone just on the staff needs to, to carry him around. So my question is to you, Drew. One, does this make sense that his staff would carry him around like one of those old pharaohs from Egypt and what are those called, a caravan, where they have those sticks and they have a chair and they carry the person around? I think Joe should travel in that. But my question to you, Drew, is... Uh, the second part of the question is, does your staff carry you around, or do they give you any kind of a cheat sheet when you go in public? Thanks, Drew. Lots to unpack there. First of all, I, I think we we don't condone violence against doctors as, as bad as, as Mika's face does look. Um, so just to, to clarify that, we wouldn't encourage anyone to, to act on such a thing. Uh, to, your, to your question and, and what you're bringing up there, especially the latter part. No, my staff doesn't carry me around uh, as, as I'm getting to the point in my age and, and fitness. I think that would be a, a tall order. Uh, things, you know, gravity, gravity's doing its thing. Things are going out this way. It's just, it's not a good situation. I don't think they could, they could even do that if I asked them to, nor would I. Uh, and, and I don't think the whole conversation that Mika's, but we talked about in the show, obviously that Mika's bringing up talking about the staff and the staff needs to do this. I would, I would love to see him carried around on that just because I think the dismount would be worth it. The payoff. I don't want him feeling like he deserves that, but the payoff would be good. Uh, but, but for the most part, everything you, you brought up there as usual, Ben was, was pretty, pretty much absurd. So I would just say, I don't get carried around. I don't think Joe should get carried around. I don't think if we're having to have a conversation about how the staff needs to make him look less, uh, have less embarrassing moments or any of that, I, I think that that's, that's where the conversation needs to be, not how do we cover it up. Let's go to another one over here. As it pertains to Dylan Mulvaney fleeing to Peru, do you think he will visit Lake Titicaca while he's there? And will we get a photo shoot? Correct me if I'm wrong. He still has all his man parts. Y yes. Thanks for the question, Gloria. Um, I don't know. Uh, that's a great question uh, about Titicaca, which is a word in, in a in a look. It's not talked about enough. But I, I don't know. Uh, we we I rest rest assured this much. We will get a photo shoot from Dylan Mulvaney. Yes, I do. But I don't know actually. I haven't looked. Thankfully, I've not seen those types of photos. But I, I I presume that he still has his man parts. We'd have to get him in a tight dress to figure it out for sure. I think that that's the medical scientific way that you do that. Uh, appreciate the question. Let's do another one. Yes, it's Diego. I do. do you think that when Kamala came and talked to us all about the transportation, don't you think it would have been better if someone like Pete Buttigieg came out and talked about that as opposed to the vice president? Because isn't that Pete's job, essentially? That's actually a, a reasonable question from you, Diego. Uh, it would make sense that you would have the secretary of transportation who is completely ill-qualified. He loves to play train, but um, not qualified to be the Secretary of Transportation. Yet, it would still make sense that he is the person talking about that. Really, where I would like us to be, though, is where you don't have Pete Buttigieg or Kamala Harris talking about anything, not having them in these high-profile positions, because it's, it's like everything Joe does. It's extremely embarrassing for us and for our country. Uh, do, we have, do we have one more? Do we have time for maybe one more? 
Hello, Druid, Nancy Sonoma, San Francisco, San Francisco, Herodimus, Herald, Heraldal, Herald, It's Harold. Druid, uh, excuse me, uh, Drew, uh, my question has to do with the okra. Not okra Winfrey, but the, no, no, um, so Drew, I want to talk about Mika Brzezinkalink. Brzezinkalink. You're you're close. Mika (laughs) Brzezinkalink. You know, I knew her father, Zignu. We used to call him Ziggy. Um, Just keep going. Yeah. And uh, so, oh, my, my, the, the, the question that I was, I was gonna add, um, oh, are, are these pills? Are they these pills belong to anybody? Um, Herodimus. Thank you, Drew. <laughs> That's wow. Um, look, I know how you feel uh, sometimes right now. Uh, um, but uh, uh, there was no question there, to be clear, right? There, no one, no one actually got a question out of that. We learned a lot. We learned about a lot about you, Nancy. But I don't, I don't think we got a question there. Uh, look, folks, we got we have company here, which means we got to go get some dinner and we got to get some drinks. So I know some of you have got. I'll, I'll, no, I'll get to you tomorrow. We'll, there's we got another another day here to go still this week we got a full show tomorrow we got coin club friday we'll we'll, we'll get to you don't you worry uh, appreciate the questions appreciate all of you guys being around appreciate monica being here uh today we hope you guys have an awesome one we'll see you then Catch the show weekdays on every major social media platform and on DrewBerquist.com.